Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Final Forms for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Final Forms is the industry leader in athletic registration, but you got to know this. Final Forms is more than just registration. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it's a service that serves schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms also helps your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, reminders for parents about policies, physicals, and athletic forms. Can also help with team communication, uh, attendance, and even certification management for coaches. For ADs, it can help with eligibility, can help with rosters, and all of the reports that come across your desk. Plus, it has secure language translation and ADA compliance. It's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. Once again, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake and find out exactly how Final Forms can help you. We also want to thank Violet Defense for their support. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Go to violetdefense.com for more information about their great products. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute Call them at 614-981-3589, or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank Huddle. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, Use Huddle to elevate the performance of their teams using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. 
They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle's also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And even the pros are using Huddle to help their athletes play better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college and university teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program, or how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a quality athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to check the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Finally, we want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you by going to hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going up to North Dakota today, so uh, put your coat on. Um, we're going to be visiting with uh, someone that was introduced to me from a very uh, a dear coaching friend over the years. We're going to be talking with Jay DeCant. Jay is a certified master athletic administrator. And he's the activities director. And when you hear activities, you need to think of any activity uh, under the uh, roof at uh, West Fargo High School in West Fargo, North Dakota. Jay, welcome to the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, you come highly recommended. Uh, maybe toward the end, you can throw in a, a Kevin Grage story from the past. <laughs> um, so uh, let's go and get started. Uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So Give sure. us that five-minute bio, where you were born, where you grew up, went to school, and, and kind of how your path has led you to West Fargo High. Sure. So uh, I'm originally from Osakis, Minnesota. so a small little uh, lake community town in central Minnesota, basically about halfway in between the Twin Cities and Fargo, uh, right on I-94. Um, great little town. Um, I was a four-sport athlete at Osakis. You know, a small enough school where you could be a baseball player and a track athlete in the spring. And and so, you know, thanks to our coaches and our activities director back then to make sure we had those opportunities. Uh, my dad was a carpenter. And so I spent a lot of time in the summertime and weekends helping my dad learn the trade. And, uh, 
And from there, I ended up going to North Dakota State College of Science for one year. And that's where I met Kevin Grage, who we talked about earlier and played football with Kevin for a year. And then I transferred out to Mayville State University and uh, played football at Mayville State. I uh, was an offensive lineman, team captain, college football coach. My first few years was uh, Jim LeClaire, who uh, played in the NFL for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, fantastic man. Uh, learned a lot from Coach LeClaire. Um, and, and that's where I met my wife, just kind of as a, a, as a friend, really didn't hang out a lot, but just knew who we were. And uh, from there, I was hired at Mayville or Minot State University as an uh, assistant football coach right out of college. Um, my coach, my last year at Mayville State, Dave Hendrickson, was at Mayville for one year and then went to Minot State. And apparently I must have impressed him somehow, some way, not sure how, but he ended up hiring me to come up and be an assistant coach. Well, my wife, Wendy, um, actually transferred to Minot State, not knowing that. And I didn't really know anybody on campus. And here I see a familiar face and, and uh, really just became friends. And eventually down the road, we ended up, we've been married now 29 years. And so we have two children. Uh, Shelby is my oldest. She's 26 years old. She's a doctor of occupational therapy down in Davenport, Iowa right now. And my son, Josh, is 25. And he works for a marketing firm in Nashville, Tennessee. So my kids are no longer in the Midwest. I think the snow and cold has chased them out of here. But uh, um, from there, I coached at uh, Northern State University in Aberdeen, South Dakota, at NCAA Division II school, coach football. Uh, they actually talked me into coaching tennis. No idea what I was doing, but we figured it out and had some really good kids that were patient with me and ended up going back to Minot State for three more years where I became the head softball coach and continued coaching the offensive line. And from there, uh, we moved, you know, it was tough to tough to make a living in those days on a college uh, salary, I'm sure, as you, as you know. And we moved back to Minnesota and I became a high school head football coach and health and fiat teacher for 14 years. And from there, I became the head football coach and athletic director at Little Falls High School in Minnesota before I ended up here in West Fargo. So um, kind of a crazy story here at West Fargo. My principal, her brother-in-law was my cooperating teacher during my student teaching experience. And he connected the two of us when there was an opening here and Absolutely fell in love with the school when I came and looked at it. Loved my principal, Dr. Fremstead. She's a rock star. And, and it was an absolute no-brainer that I wanted to apply for the position. And here I am seven years later. You know, people listen to the podcast, you hear me say this all the time, but it's true. I really love hearing the stories and all the twists and turns that, you know, happen during uh, our careers as, as teachers, as coaches at ADs that end up bringing us into the the world of athletic administration, you know, very, very neat stuff for listeners. We're visiting with Jay DeCan. He's a certified master athletic administrator, and he's the activities director at West Fargo high school in West Fargo, North Dakota. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the educational AD podcast. Hey, we want to thank final forms for their support of the podcast. Final forms is the industry leader in athletic registration, but you got to know this, Final Forms is more than just registration. It's a team, it's technology, and it's a service that serves schools with compliance, with communication, and even risk management solutions. 
Final forms can help all of your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, uh, has reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, about all the athletic forms they have to fill out, can help with team communication, attendance, can even help with certification management for your coaches. For ADs, it can help with eligibility, can help with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. Plus, it has secure language translation and compliance. It's time for you to talk with a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you and your program, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. Once again, that's finalforms.com forward slash Jake and find out exactly what the Final Forms team can do for you. Hey, welcome back, everyone. We're visiting with Jay DeCan, Certified Master Athletic Administrator from West Fargo High. Jay, you talked about that long career that many of us have uh, in coaching. So talk a little bit about that transition from coaching to AD, where you know, you're know you on the other side of the desk and, and you have to take a little more of a global view. Uh, how did that go the, the first, let's say, months or years uh, of being an AD? Well, I was I was able to transition in uh, with my first three years as an activities director in Little Falls, Minnesota. I was also the head football coach. And so I still got to fill that void of coaching and got a great opportunity to still coach my son. You know, I know there's a lot of coaches out there that really don't want to do that. That I think they're worried about the optics of coaching your child. But I wouldn't trade those years of coaching my son in football for anything. But, uh, you know, so I got to slowly transition out of coaching and into the athletic administration while in Little Falls and had great support with, from the administration in Little Falls to do so. Um, you know, like game management on a Friday night for a home football game, I got to coach football. And my building principal and assistant principal, they took care of the game management, which helped me a lot, you know, allowed me to continue to do both. But, you know, as you transition into coaching kids to coaching coaches, you know, I really... I really started getting that niche and felt comfortable, you know, having those conversations with coaches and helping mentor them as you, as we did with kids for 25 years. And so when the opportunity arose to, to come to West Fargo, um, a larger school, a um, lot more activities, a lot more coaches that would be uh, under my supervision, you know, I jumped at that opportunity because I, I felt that not only for my own personal growth, I had a lot to offer, you know, our coaches in our, in our building here. Yeah, it's, um, I had a similar experience where I was the head football coach and the AD and had that great um, support system of a principal and an assistant AD. He was also our head basketball coach. So he kind of did the football games for me in the fall. And then, uh, you know, we transitioned uh, through the winter sports. So yeah, it, it, you got to have that team in place. Um, anything during uh, that transition, um, uh, to say the bigger district um, that uh, was maybe surprising or, or challenging that caught you off guard the, uh, in your AD experience? Well, in, in North Dakota, it's a little bit different than Minnesota where I was at prior. Uh, you know, a lot of the region and state tournaments are going to be hosted by the activities directors that are in town. You know, so um, you and I have a common friend in Todd Olson, who's the activities director at Fargo Public. In fact, we went to college together at Mayville State. And uh, anytime there is a state tournament in Fargo, West Fargo, you know, we have a group here called the Metro Tournament Committee and Todd Olson's our president and 
all the other building ADs are kind of the assistant directors with that group. And, and we are, we are hosting all these state tournaments, all these region tournaments, which in Minnesota was kind of dealt with more with their league office. And so that was new, you know, so not only are you managing your building and your student athletes and your coaches, but you might be out of the building for three days over at the aquatic center here in West Fargo, getting ready to host the state swim meet. And so that was, you know, the time management piece and of not only taking care of your own business with what you have in your building, but also managing a large state event for the entire state of North Dakota. That, that was the hardest part for me in the transition, but now that we've done it for seven years, it's, you know, it's, it's just what we do. And I'm going to guess, maybe I'm wrong, that um, it may even be something that you look forward to working with uh, a great team and, and managing uh, an event of that scope for that many kids. That's, that's got to be cool. It is, you know, and I've helped Todd Olson and I have helped. Uh, we've ran the state wrestling tournament together now for seven years. And now we built a brand new aquatic center here in West Fargo. Uh, so I'm on year four of hosting state swim meets the relationships that you build with coaches. It's kind of fun to see some of the coaches from Mountain Western North Dakota that you don't regularly see uh, in the re in the regular season. And we have a lot of really good people uh, here. And so it's kind of fun every year to, you know, touch base and check in with people and, and, and at those large events. Yeah, no, that, uh, that sounds really, really cool. Okay, I'm gonna have to make it up there someday to, uh, to see a North Dakota Metro event. For listeners, we're visiting with Jay DeCant, Certified Master Athletic Administrator, and he's the Activities Director at West Fargo High School in West Fargo, North Dakota. We're going to take another break, but please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Huddle for their support of the podcast. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their teams and athletes play better. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And even the pros use Huddle to help their teams play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. So uh, I saw the last ad there for Huddle. I'll tell you, West Fargo High School is a Huddle school. Um, the Huddle focus has been an absolute game changer for us, not only with the, with the live recording for our coaches, but the streaming capabilities really helped us get through the COVID. Basically, anything in our stadium or our gym right now is streamed, and it's all done with the, with the Huddle focus. It's been, it's been fantastic. Oh, God, I really appreciate you saying that. We we did the same thing. We had a huddle camera installed a couple of years ago in our gym. Uh, and just all those things you mentioned, you know, the streaming, the recording, you know, doing practices, you know, uh, um, uh, starting it, uh, coaches starting it with their cell phone, just programming right. it, 
great, yep. great stuff. Okay, appreciate that. And I know Huddle does too. Um, Jay, we always like to uh, ask our guests to um, share um, the mentors that they've had in their career. You know, in our profession, you know, leadership is so important. Mentorship is certainly a part of that. So who are some of the folks that helped you along the way uh, during your career? Well, I think the first person I think of is probably my high school football coach. Uh, his name was John Tyne and Coach Tyne, um, you know, he he loved us, you know, like, but, you know, back, it got coached a lot different than we coach nowadays, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, hard work uh, and we were going to keep things simple. And I think of that all the time. I mean, it didn't have to be rocket science. It was more about building a solid foundation. We're going to be built on solid fundamentals. We're going to keep the scheme simple and we're going to run it very well. And we're going to work hard and practice. And if we're, if, you know, he didn't keep us there for three hours, but the two hours that we were there, we were on task. You know, we were held accountable. And uh, I just think on the simplicity, you know, back from my coaching days to how we did it in high school, but we were so good at it and we had a lot of success. You know, and then I'll move on to my college football coach, Jim LeClaire, you know, and and I think back to the stories he would tell about, you know, his days in the NFL or going from the University of Minnesota Crookston, a junior college to the University of North Dakota as a undersized player out of South St. Paul. And how I mean, just through his hard work and and, you know, but the, the man had an unbelievable ability to foster relationships and he could because of those relationships, he could have difficult conversations with people. He could be brutally honest with people because I think there was a trust built with coach based off of those relationships, you know, and, and I've, I'm a firm believer in that. I think that building relationships is probably one of my strengths and I'm going to credit coach the player, uh, you know, for kind of helping me do that and helping me understand how important that is. And then my current building principal, Dr. Jennifer Fremstead, um, she is unbelievable. Um, She's very intelligent, but her ability to demonstrate compassion and resiliency and empathy, you know, as a big, bad, tough football coach all these years, you know, those are things that you don't necessarily think of all the time. But I think in our profession, you know, we have to, you know, we have to be able to see things out of a lot of different lenses. And, for, you know, I think Dr. My seven years here at West Fargo, Dr. Framstead has taught me how to look out of those lenses and be a lot more empathetic and have some compassion uh, when you, when, with a lot of the, you know, different fires that we have to put out or different situations that we get dealt with every single day. And so I would say those would be the three people that have probably influenced me the most throughout my career. Uh, I always love to hear when uh, people go back to those high school coaches, uh, because again, that's such a, uh, an impressionable time in anyone's life and to have a positive relationship you can look back on and, and put your finger on it and say, hey, this really helped. You know, I think that says a lot. Jay, we already said that you're a certified master athletic administrator. So we get a lot of younger ADs that listen to the podcast that are just starting their journey. And I think it's important to talk about, you know, those steps of getting involved at the state level and then on through the, the LTI program. So talk a little bit about that. How'd you first become aware of, um, you know, the, your state organization and then on to the NIAAA? So in, in North Dakota, the, the NIAAA and the NDIAAA is, uh, you know, it's, it's a big deal with what we do. Um, the amount of support 
that you see at the state level through with activities and athletic directors throughout our state um, and the involvement. And, and, you know, I believe we're at about 104% membership right now in our state. So, I mean, a lot of our retired ADs are still be staying on as members. And I, I, I think that professional organization, the, the professional, uh, you know, the LTI courses are just unbelievable. You know, uh, I'm, I just signed up for, you know, uh, our LTI classes for our spring here. And I was debating whether between a couple of classes and one was taking 506 and 508 again, you know, just, just the legal issues and, and going through all of that is priceless. And, um, you know, so you continue to take your LTI courses and I found out I was basically a class away from my CAA. And so when I attended a national conference, I made sure I took that uh, LTI class and, and uh, just took the CAA. And within our state organization, we have people that are, you know, they're very compassionate about what they're doing and they're our LTI coordinators and the discussion for taking the next step to the CMAA came up. And they said, in your school, your size, you have to be doing something that would be super easy for you to just document and move on. And so we were going through a total re, um, re, rebranding and, re, and, and redoing our, our weight room. And so it was going from just how we're going to certify our strength coaches and how we're going to get all of our teams in lift. I mean, we started from zero. And so I just documented that whole journey. Um, good friend of yours, Ed Lockwood, was kind of my mentor through that whole process and helped me throughout the process. And he got me to the finish line. And so that's how I uh, finished my CMAA. I'm also involved uh, with this um, NIAAA scholarship here in the, at the state level. Um, I'm a region coordinator. So all of the Eastern Dakota Conference apps will come through my office. And I have a small group that we go through and pick our male and female nominees for the state level. And I've, uh, I'm the first vice president this year in the NDI AAA, and I will be our state president next year. Wow, great uh, summary about how it all comes to play. And also um, it, your state association, you mentioned that, you know, really leading the way in, you know, connecting ADs, mentoring them, you know, pushing the LTI program, you know, very cool stuff. Um, we're going to do this at the end of the podcast, but if, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, whether it's about certification or, or anything, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Uh, well, I'm, I'm on uh, Twitter. Um, I guess I don't even know off the top of my head. What, it's at WF Packer AD. Um, you can reach out to me on Twitter or, or uh, my email address is the letter J. Decan, so D E C A N N at West Fargo dot K 12 dot N D dot U S. And I'm going to bet that that same information is on the NIAAA portal, uh, which we always encourage Correct. people to go to. So again, uh, we're visiting with Jay Decan, certified master athletic administrator and the activities director at West Fargo High School. We'll be back with some more. Please stay with us. Again, this is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Sideline Interactive for their support. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every single year, while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. 
go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out exactly what these fantastic products can do for you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Jay, now is the time where we uh, try to share some best practices with our listeners. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you do at West Fargo? Maybe they've been in place for a long time. Maybe it's something that you initiated. But what are some things that when you take back, uh, when you take a step back and, and look at them objectively, uh, you can say, boy, we really do a great job with this. Uh, what are some best practices at West Fargo you can share? Uh, just off the top of my head, I can think of two real quick. And I think number one is uh, we take a lot of pride in hosting home events. You know, anytime that you're going to not only have our parents and our stakeholders in here, but we're also having community members from West Fargo and also community members and fans and parents from the opposing team. So I think we have an opportunity um, you know, to kind of show off our facilities and we're going to try to do things as top notch and professionally as we can. You know, I'm very blessed. I have a lot of really good event staff, uh, my table workers and my PA people. I mean, I'm just, we're, we've been very blessed to have people who just love to do that. They want to be involved in West Fargo Packer activities. And so they take a lot of pride in that. Um, but it's going to be very organized. I mean, we have detailed PA scripts. Um, you know, we use, uh, we subscribe to a music system for music, so we're not going to have any inappropriate music, um, you know, and, and not necessarily the most positive, you know, with our students, but it is what it is. And um, we're going to do what we can. We're going to find halftime entertainment if we can for our larger events. Uh, we have a phenomenal dance team here at West Fargo, the West Fargo High Pacatanas. Um, if we can get our drum line in or if our cheerleaders are going to uh do some type of performance uh we really like to you know provide some entertainment at halftime or in between games if we possibly can we have a ph phenomenal concession stands coordinator um, a lot of hot food options and and so people can come and it's not just popcorn and a pop it's uh, or candy i mean we're gonna have pizza we're gonna have hot pretzels we're gonna have taco in a bag i mean there's just a lot of different uh rip beer floats so, you know, we, we, we're, you know, we try to do our best to make sure that when you come to West Fargo High School to run our, any our, of our events are going to be ran very well. Um, last thing is, is I really have some phenomenal coaches and advisors, and they're here for the right reasons. Um, we've had some great discussions over the past seven years about educational-based activities and kind of how we have to be different than club sports and you know, it's not just about the X's and O's and the, and those types of things. It's about developing humans and, and who we're going to be and how we're going to hang our hat on. And our coaches have really come up with some phenomenal character traits that we kind of focus on here at West Fargo. And, you know, and it's about work ethic. It's about respect. It's about accountability. It's about being a great teammate. It's about being part of a family, you know, and, and our, our coaches just do a great job. Our boys basketball team just lost the state championship on Saturday night to a really good Minot team. And our players are hugging the Minot players going through the line, right? And, you know, the media has had an opportunity here in the last month to show some, some 
team shaking hands uh, in the lines and things haven't gone very well. And I so kudos to our coaches and our, our boys basketball team for handling that with dignity and respect and, 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 uh, and with the Minot players. And so we're, I'm, we're really blessed here. We have a lot of coaches that get the big picture. And so our kids are really blessed to have that opportunity as well. Boy, uh, I really appreciate you sharing that stuff, particularly the last one. Uh, I just did a presentation for a group of ADs on the AD's role in fostering a, a culture of sportsmanship. And obviously you have done that from the top. Your coaches have embraced it and it, it trickles down to the kids. You know, anytime you see, you know, uh, you know, kids throwing punches or, or whatever it is, um, one of my favorite cliches is everything you see in a game, everything you see at a school, it's either coached or it's allowed. Which one is it? And obviously you and your coaches are coaching things the right way. Um, you know, if you have, a, you know, that clip or that link, uh, I'd love to add it to my sportsmanship presentation. Great stuff. Sure. Okay. Uh, once again, for listeners, we're visiting with Jay DeCan. It's been a great visit so far. Uh, please stay with us. We've got a lot more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589, or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we're visiting with Jay DeCan, Certified Master Athletic Administrator. Jay, um, our next question has to do with the idea of coaching toughness. A um, hundred years ago, back when I was in high school, um, it was very common for my coaches to say things like, uh, come on, you guys, you know, you got to be tough or come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. And, and we knew what they meant. Um, over the years, I think we have all learned that there's better ways to communicate those ideas and, and, and get the result that you're after. Um, but toughness is still an important part of athletics and an important part of life. So my question is, you know, how can an AD or coach help kids become tough while also being aware of the very real social emotional challenges that a Generation Z kid uh, goes through? Um, do you have any advice for us? Yeah, you know, I, I think toughness now is more of accountability, right? You know, we all have expectations. And I think having those conversations with, you know, at your parent meetings with the students there and understanding what our expectations are going to be and, and holding each other accountable. It's not just coaches holding each other accountable. I'm going to refer back to our boys basketball team. The culture in our boys basketball program is definitely 100% locker room led by our by our athletes. And that's all been set in place with our coaches. But these guys hold each other accountable from how they're going to act on the court to fundamentally, how are we going to play the game of basketball? And, you know, I think, I think we all, even today with you and I, with our jobs that we have, we are held accountable. We have expectations. 
you know, and I, and I think that's, that's the toughness aspect of that. We have to be able to teach kids that, you know, outside of our school walls, when you leave and you're 18 or 28 and you're looking for work or you're going to college, you're still going to have expectations and you're still going to be held accountable. And, and, and at the same time, we have to be very sensitive to the needs and empathetic to, to our kids. And, you know, and, you know, I think that comes back to the relationships piece that we talked about earlier is, you know, our kids comfortable coming to their coaches, our coaches, do coaches recognize, you know, that something may not be right with a student. And now do we get the, you know, do we get the, uh, you know, the, the change the communication going with our counseling office or with our building principals, with parents, you know, we, so there's a lot of conversations that take place off the practice floor or off the game field. Um, you know, when we monitor kids and, you know, and, and as we build relationships with them, we know what's kind of how they really act and respond. And when things are off, kind of a red flag. Yeah, it all, so many things come back to, you know, just simple communication, you know, you know, you know, talking to the kids, getting to know them, and then, you know, on your expectations, you know, well, this is what we mean by when we say tough, so very good stuff. This has been really, really cool. Uh, again, we've got some common uh, acquaintances, uh, professional acquaintances. And then, uh, as I shared with you, uh, my old coaching buddy, Kevin Grage, well, you've known him longer than I have. We're still waiting for that Kevin Grage story. Um, <laughs> but we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with the Athletic Director's Toolbox, which is sponsored by Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. We're going to take a quick break and hear from Athletic Surveys. But when we come back, we're going to find out what Jade can is going to put into his new athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. You've heard me say before that uh, athletic surveys by Lifetrack sponsors our athletic director toolbox segment. Um, athletic surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to cl collect some comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a quality athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them show you how to take your athletic program from good to great. Hey, welcome back everyone. We've been visiting with Jay DeCan, Certified Master Athletic Administrator from West Fargo. He's certainly established that he's an experienced AD, but right now I'm going to challenge him to send out a brand new athletic director on the very first job, but I'm only going to let him put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go in Jada Can's athletic director toolbox? I think number one, it has to start with over communicate. I, I think the communication piece with staff, your students, your parents, your community stakeholders, is so crucial in what we do with our day-to-day -day operations, whether, you know, preseason meetings, um, handouts, email lists. We try to, we're trying to utilize social media as much as we possibly can. Um, we use a, a, a 
software called Our School Today for all of our scheduling. We encourage our parents to, to hit that one little tab to put notify me in. Uh, and so anytime there's a change with a schedule, a venue, a game time, if they have signed up for the notify me, they get instant text or email sent to them on any change. And so keeping people up to date, I think, is probably one of the most crucial things that we can do. Um, you know, when you live in North Dakota and the weather changes from 8 a.m. to 2 in the afternoon, I mean, we have to be very flexible and, and being able to communicate and get all that out, communicating with game workers, officials. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, to have that list of everybody that needs to be contacted, you know, if there's a change in, uh, in home events or whatever, that would be my first one. Second is I, I believe that you must document everything. Anytime that you have a sticky situation, you have a conversation with concerned students, concerned parents, concerned coaches, I think you need to be able to document that. I think you have, uh, you just never know when it's going to come back. Uh, things might escalate and go up the chain and that you need to be able to pass your notes on up the chain as, as things uh, progress. Hopefully they don't get that far, but I am, you know, I, I spend, I probably spend about 30 bucks on a, on a date book every year. I don't, and the only thing I, and I make sure that every date has a memo area. And I don't use the date book for my calendar. I use that, you know, on Outlook. But that is, if I something happens on October 13th, I find October 13th and I date and I document every, the entire conversation. Um, and then I just file it away at the end of the year and hopefully we never see it again. But I think documenting everything is crucial. And then, you know, as well as I do, we can't do everything by ourselves. And I think delegating and finding really good people to help uh, find some people that have a great skill set in hosting events or helping set up events. Um, I get my football coaches to get the senior players every year to help put up all the windscreen on our stadium in the fall. You know, again, I, I, I can't do it all by myself. And so finding those head coaches or top assistants or people in our building that have great leadership and respect with our student and our communities, I think is, is crucial to get them involved and hopefully maybe spark an interest in maybe wanting to be an activities administrator. And just the last thing is be visible. I think with our jobs, we have to be visible. We have to have an open door policy, be there for people, um, you know, try to be a positive force um, in your community and within your building to, to pro promote activities and co-curriculars. Boy, I'm writing all those down and, and, and they're all fantastic. Um, I, I've, the um, documenting thing, you know, you, you mentioned that to sometimes a, a younger AD or an older AD, and uh, you can just see that they're not, uh, they're not hearing it. And uh, it's not important uh, until you need it. Okay. Correct. Correct. <laughs> if you need yeah. it, boy, you better have it documented. Very good stuff. Jay, uh, this has been really cool. Um, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain, and uh, I would really encourage them to do so. What's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Well, I, I would believe my email address would be on the NIAAA portal. But again, it's the letter J, D-E-C-A-N-N, -D -E at west-fargo.k12.nd.us. And I'm also on Twitter at WFPackerAD. And one way or another, if you have questions, I'm, I'm available. That's, I'm here because I had great mentors as well. 
Absolutely. Jay DeCan, Certified Master Athletic Administrator, West Fargo High School. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Absolutely. This was, this was fun. Thank you so much. All right. Well, say hi to uh, Todd Olson and Ed Lockwood, and I, I'm sure I'm leaving somebody <laughs> off, but uh, Kevin Grage, if he stumbles through your, uh, your office there, but uh, uh, great friends in North Dakota. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel so you can watch and listen. We appreciate you listening today. Come back again just about every single day for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. And before we go, we want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by talking to the pros at hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, Come back again next time for more best practices from ADs across the country on the Educational AD Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.